Hey everybody, what's going on? You are listening to the Playing On Podcast. My name is Carl Markowski, and thank you for joining me. It is the end of the season. World Cup has come and gone. Feels like yesterday that the event was events away. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy how fast the season goes. You know, I, 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 I wish we had a better season as far as aftershock goes. Um, and you know, you just it's it's a building year though. You know, we're we're still new, and you know, you it's a learning curve that first year, especially with almost all new guys. And who knows what's in store for next year? You just got to keep going, keep um, keep working, and um, keep uh, you know just keep your nose to the grindstone, and uh, and and you will get there. So that's that's my plan is just to work you know work out over the uh, off season and to just play as much paintball as I can and just get better. That's all you can do, man. Be responsible for yourself and just bring everybody up around you. Just get better. Just get better. And speaking of better. Uh, this episode is with Dalton Vanderbilt, and uh, he's been around the scene forever and uh, just recently has been playing for uh, Edmonton Impact, who just won World Cup, and uh, they've been playing lights out, man. Dalton's been playing great for him. I've been playing a lot for him, and, um, you know, his he's, he's just been, he's been lights out for him. You know, there's there's not much else you can say. Uh, uh, Alex Goldman's been playing great for him. Um Justin Rabelkoff has been playing great, so it, that whole squad is 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 full of killers, and um, it's no surprise that they do well uh, almost every single event. But um, but uh, Dalton in particular, I wanted to get uh, you know to get with on this podcast. Uh, I've been wanting to talk to him for a while. Um, this was one that I did at the event. This one and the next one after this, the Drew Drew Templeton, I did at the event in the booth that I had. Um, uh, thank you, NXL, for uh, for saving me a spot at, at World Cup. That was pretty cool. But uh, but I very much appreciate it. And um, these two are live, so you're going to hear background noise. You're going to hear people coming up and uh, walking up and talking to us. You're going to hear that whole atmosphere. And I, and I think that's kind of what I was going for, uh, wanting to have a booth right in the vendor area. And I think it really worked out well. I think it was really cool. Um, so before we get into the actual podcast, uh, we're going to thank our sponsors. Uh, first off, Dr. Paintball, where you can finance all kinds of paintball gear, whether it be new or used. Uh, you can find it over at drpaintball.com. Um, they are out there to help the average paintball player, or any paintball player for that matter, uh, You know, to obtain the marker or the gear that they've always wanted. They they offer financing over there, uh, which is which is very cool. And uh, they also offer content, any anywhere from videos to a blog. Um, but they also have a field. They're they're based out of San Diego, so make sure you check them out, drpaintball.com, and uh, and they can help you get you situated with the with the marker that you've always wanted. Uh, also, a big thank you to Charm City Paintball, who I've been working with uh, for the past few months. And uh, the the quality of this stuff has been has been awesome. The, the material has been uh, ripstop, and if it's not ripstop, it's very heavy duty. Um, it it lasts. Uh, you can find all almost all of aftershock wearing Charm City uh, headgear, whether it be a head wrap or headbands. Uh, you can see the little Charm City professional tags on there. Uh, those are headbands only for pros, and they he makes 
um, batches of 10 usually of headgear. So it's very, very rare um, as far as the batches go. But he also uh, works with me on the pack bands that you see me wearing on my on my pack. I have those available hopefully on my website soon, but you can message me over on uh, Instagram or Facebook uh, about the pack bands. I'll be posting about them uh, this week. So uh, thank you to Charm City Paintball. Uh, also, thank you to GI Sports, who have provided almost all the teams that I played for uh, some awesome gear um, when it comes to pants, loaders, uh, especially load. I've, I've been kind of on them about the loaders. This, these things have been awesome. They, they break down super easy. Uh, they are very well maintained um, as far as taking them to the tech area or anything like that. They get them in and out for you. And uh, they're just, they're tanks, man. They, they last. So uh, thank you to GI Sports for uh, supporting this podcast as well as supporting uh, Chicago Aftershock uh, throughout the years. And uh, we are also brought to you by Carbon and we had a booth at World Cup. I don't know if you guys noticed us out there, but we have um, an all-new uh, base layer, bottom, and top. They're all they're getting reconstructed with uh, reinforced seaming. There's uh, there's new CC line that has come out that is it's it's all waterproof. It, it wicks away the sweat from you, keeping in uh, you know keeping you cool. And during all kinds of weather, it'll it'll wick away all the rain, the mud, the crap. So um, check out the CC line gloves pants and we are looking for teams to sponsor and uh, and collaborate with so you can reach me over at Carl at carbonpaintball.com and we can talk about your team's sponsorship for next year with carbon paintball and last but not least planet Eclipse uh, who have impressed the hell out of me with this uh, this mechanical frame for the G tech I, I actually got a hold of it at World Cup and I was shooting this. You can't short stroke it, um, and it's I, like I suck at shooting autocockers. So this thing was got me all giddy, uh, just just for the simple fact that I couldn't short stroke it. And but it, yet it was a manual uh, marker, and I was, you know, I was so happy. I was I was I was shooting in the back, and it was just like, and it was like it was butter. It was I enjoyed it. I cannot wait to get my hands on one and actually shoot one. Uh, in an actual paintball field and in a game. So uh, thank you very much to all of our sponsors for supporting this podcast. And uh, without further ado, here is the podcast with Dalton Vanderbilt at World Cup 2017. All right. All right. Hey, we're live. What's up? What's going on, everybody? We are live at World Cup 2017. We're doing it. Another one coming down. Dude, this this is this is how many World Cups for you? Oh, man. Taking me back memory lane. Uh, 05, so 12. 12. 12? Yeah. We're so old. We're old. <laughs> it's crazy, too, because uh, I remember it was my first pro event with... Um, my first pro NXL event was with Excessive 2004. Okay. And wow. Yeah. Like, just thinking back on it now, and it's it's, it's crazy just, uh, you know, how we've seen the sport not only, you know, at its peak. Yes. We've seen it kind of dip and yeah. come back and then slowly kind of work its way up. And, I mean, from what I've heard, this is supposed to be the, 
the, the biggest event yeah ever it, it feels good it looks good there's a lot of people a lot of teams so yeah yeah it's very cool and it, it's it's good to see the sport rebounding after yeah. you know the the, the 0809 kind of yeah. kind of dip I mean even though a lot of people were still playing the sport as far as the the professionals go um, the sport itself took took a really big hit yeah. but um, but it's good to see everybody back and you know always seeing old faces is always uh, always a great thing yeah so uh, I appreciate you sitting down with me, man. I oh, really yeah. do. Let's. Uh, what I want to do with this is, you know, and what I've been trying to do is kind of get into you guys got, you know, people's backgrounds and, right, and, right, and right. very important players' backgrounds. And uh, uh, you're definitely one of those guys who have been, no matter what team you're on, yeah. you've been a thorn in everybody's side, <laughs> you know, and, and you've been very uh, uh, persistent in uh, in your abilities and. I kind of want to go back and find out where it started. Yeah. So, uh, so how did you discover paintball? And hang on, <laughs> was it a birthday party? No, it wasn't. Okay, dude. Right. I'm one of those weird, different stories. <laughs> there's the paintball birthday party, and then there's everyone else. But yeah, yeah. So my dad forced me into it. It's kind of similar to Justin Rabicoff's story. I heard him on the podcast the other day, and I know his dad was a great legend. But my dad was not as great legend as him, but he was also a really good paintball player, and he's still to this day. Uh, is on the scene and watches and coaches um but yeah he dragged me into it when i was nine years old really <laughs> dude i was so scared i was so scared i had a, a backwards uh, hat on and i got hit right in the forehead and i just <laughs> right between the strap right between and like, the strap <laughs> yeah. instantly watered eye and i'm like nope this ain't for me so i gave it up until i was 12 because back then you're not even allowed to play to your 10 so i think yeah we uh got me in there somehow but so i waited till i was 12 and then he got me back playing and uh, I hated it. And every week he would drag me out of bed, like, "Hey, we're going." I'm like, "Oh, yeah. I'm sick. I'm, I don't want to." <laughs> so go. how did your how did your dad find? Like, how did your dad yeah. come across the game? Dude, he was playing back in the day in like the late '80s when the it first started. Like, he had the mask that didn't even cover his face. Like, he had the just old, the, just the goggles, yeah, just the goggles. And I don't really know. He just was a hooligan with his friends playing. So yeah. But uh, he loved it, man. He he loved it. And then eventually I started getting decent, and I started playing against kids my age. And then I was like, hey, I'm pretty good at this. Maybe I'll keep keep it going. So so were you, were you playing at, like, a, a local field, or was this still in the woods? or? At, uh, well, I started in the woods, and then uh, the Hyper Bowl at SC Village. That's pretty much where I started. SC Village, the old uh, Hyper Bowl fields, the ones that... When you get shot at and the bunker's getting shot at, it's whack, 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 and it's the scariest yeah. thing in the world for a 12-year-old kid. But well, I think that's one of the one of the better things about um, hyperball right. is not only oh, yeah. your your adrenaline is rushing uh, because of the game, but at the same time you're hearing yes. you know all the all the, the balls noises. hit the hit the bunkers and or not the bunkers, but the uh, well they're they're yeah. bunkers, but they're hard plastic plastic two rib tubes, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like it, it makes it so much more intense. Oh yeah, when you're uh, when you're playing. Yeah, it, it it's fun, man. SC Village back in the day was was where it was too, and I got to see all the Dynasty guys and dude, everyone. I saw uh, you know Gator when back in the day he was one yeah. of my idols. Oh man, there were so many legends go through SC Village. So I I from a young age I got to see the game at a high level, and you pick it up fast when you're watching. You so know. did you, did you play sports when you were uh, younger? Yeah, I played hockey, soccer. You know, nothing nothing too crazy. Paintball pretty much took everything over. I, I was pretty decent at hockey, but I picked between, you know, I picked paintball, so. What'd you play? Were you a winger? Or yeah, I was a winger yeah. and scorer. I just, I was a fast guy in the skates. I lo used to love skating. Like, Skate Express, go there every day. It was, it I've was always, a party. dude, I've always. <laughs> it was a party. That was one sport where I've always wanted to play, and I thought I'd, I'd 
be really good at would yeah. be hockey and um my parents were paying for everything else for me to do and they're like you want to play what <laughs> dude we're paying for so much right now and you want to play hockey and then travel hockey and all this i was like i, I want to play hockey yeah. i think it'd be so much fun i I, I watch all the time. That's really the only sport that I can sit down and uh, and I can watch, watch two teams go at it and just be completely yeah completely fine with it. Dude, it doesn't even have to be my team. Yeah, like it's it, that's it, I, I I relate a lot to uh, paintball to oh, hockey. Yeah. I feel you're right. The five on five, the lines, yeah, yeah, the penalties well, for somewhat the pace, the yeah, pace. The, the penalties when there when there was a box right. and uh, uh, you know, but uh, but when you started playing paintball, did that did, did your focus now start to kind of go towards paintball more and all your efforts and you're your thinking about paintball more often? Yeah, I, you know, it was that relationship with my dad, and he saw me getting better, and I could see him, like, his sparkle in his eye when I started playing good. So that felt great, man. Any kid, you know, making his dad proud. and He wasn't know. forcing it on you, was he? He wasn't. Not in the beginning a little bit, but once I started getting good and I really liked it, he, you know, he was just in awe of me, and I was like, he was the best support, man. My whole family, my my future wife now is super supportive. But uh, shout out to the uh, the wife and the baby over yeah, there. Yeah, we got we got the wife and the baby <laughs> right here. <laughs> yeah, man. And then that's growing up, you know. And then this is what you want to do, you know. If, if you're in love with something like like your dad was with paintball, right. he obviously wanted to get you in it. And it's just like now, you know, bringing your wife and your baby down yeah. and getting them you know in the environment and and really feeling and they get to see exactly how much this really means to you i think is a big deal yeah man yeah it's great to have him here and uh hopefully i play all right and uh <laughs> impress him a little bit dude it will you know the the very first event that my parents came to watch me play yeah uh we won oh it was, it was chicago 2006 that's gotta be a good feeling oh man it was i was hooked and i don't necessarily think that i was nervous when i um when I was watching them, right. or when they were watching me, right. it was more like a, uh, it was more like I played better almost. Yeah. Because, yeah. And, and not like, a, it was almost subconscious that I knew right. that they were there. I wasn't like looking up the stands, making sure they were watching no, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. But, um, but it, 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 I think it'll make you play better, man. Yeah. It will. I hope so. Don't, over, don't overthink it, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I try like, I, I try to keep paintball, you know, simplistic, like just go out and have fun and just try to shoot one more guy than you know, you get shot, so just keep it simple and uh, just move when they're not looking and yeah. and wait when they are, you know? So. Mm-hmm. See, and I, I think a lot of people, um, uh, oh, my wife said hi. Oh. Hi. <laughs> hi, babe. Thank you. She said good luck. <laughs> I haven't been able to he text her anything luck. this morning because I've been trying to run around and get this whole thing yeah. oh, started, yeah. but, um, but uh, you know, she supports me, you know, 100%, and it makes, it makes my job easier with the stresses of me already having to leave and be away from the family and you know with with her being so supportive of me being here it 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 makes me play better oh yeah if it makes sense so um but uh but let's go back to you 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 started you started boring i don't like talking about myself (laughs) (laughs) but i I like hearing where i came from because i you know I, i can't imagine because none of my parents knew anything about paintball so when i first started they thought it was something that was just taking my time and effort away from like uh, possibly yeah. wanting to play ball in college oh, yeah. or uh, anything else, and once they kind of see, you know, once they saw the whole, the magazines come through, the right. videos, the 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 effort that I was putting towards it come through, they were like, okay, this really this is, is something. So I, I can't imagine having a parental figure oh, yeah. be as deep into the sport, regardless of whether it's tournament ball yeah. or rec ball, paintball is paintball. So it's like having somebody like that to be able to kind of 
help nudge right. and, and, and let you know that, hey, man, we're going to go out next week and it's going to be fine. Right. We're, we're going to work on things. So so what was uh, what was the next step when you started getting further into it? Did your dad start helping you try to yeah. find a team or did you guys build a team together? Yeah, this is a funny story. Well, you know when uh, Dynasty, the Yosh and Ryan, they won those uh, the Mustangs, right? It was um, like Spider Cup. The Spider Cup. Yeah. He, he got that magazine. He was like, look it. This is your future. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sweet. Can you can imagine winning a car dude, and a paintball? It's so, dude, that's so cool, man. But yeah, and then, so I played Young Guns. I just played, you know, uh, the local events. And then um, Aftermath was having a tryout. Mm -hmm. Well, they kind of invited me and whatever. But I woke up. I was like, nah, I'm not feeling it. I was still, I don't know. I was a kid. But my dad was like, dude, you're going to that tryout. It was at SC Village, right down the street from my house. He's like, you're going to that tryout. So I go out there. And the old Aftermath boys were out there. And, dude, they were some good players out there. So who were the old Aftermath so when players. I got there on that training day, it was there was Marcelo, um, Marcelo Margot, Alex Goldman. There's so many. There's a lot of people that are gone from the scene now, but um, but you back know, then they back were playing then, for a it while. It was Mini yeah. Mike, and then you know they practice Dynasty every weekend, and Mike Hinman's there, and we we're practicing. And uh, well, I think it showed yeah. too. You know, oh, with, with how oh, successful man. that Aftermath team was, it showed just by who they were playing. Right, dude, practicing. I always tell kids they're like, hey, how do I get better at a uh, paintball? And as you know, there's no sh no shortcuts at getting good at anything. And, but when you get to play against people that are way better than you, oh, that's the fast track, man. Yeah, you're in there. Well, they're they're pointing out your mistakes that much yeah. faster, you know, yeah. while you're playing. So if you're if if you 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 make a mistake, it's not like you find out that you made a mistake three games right. in. It's gonna happen now yeah. because you give them an inch and they're gonna they're gonna run with it. So yeah. I, I think there's there's multiple benefits, uh, you know, if a divisional team can play against a pro team. Yeah, I mean that's our issue right now is that we you guys don't have anyone to practice. We just we're so far away from yeah. everybody, yeah. and we don't have the budget to, to fly everybody out for practice, right. and it, it just makes it so tough trying to keep up with everybody. But at the same time, you know, I mean we're professionals, right? Yeah. So and and I feel like our skill level should be able to suffice practicing each oh, yeah. other because we can compete with anybody out here. But, I mean, I guess it's more of a different look kind of a thing, maybe. So, what do you tell people, like, kids message me, like, they say, how do I become, you know, better and, and get to your level? Like, what, what is your advice, you know, for someone like that? So, my advice, uh, first and foremost, obviously, it's a team sport, right. but I think you need to be... Uh, like selfish at some point. Yes. You have to work on yourself. Oh yes. Oh, dude, hone in, exactly. Yeah, yeah, hone in on your skills. Um, get everything crisp. But also while you're doing that, you have to. And I think it, it it's natural. Um, build up your confidence. Oh yeah. Right. Because you know how many times have we heard Maddie and everybody say this game is mental. It's ninety right. percent mental. Right. Ninety-five percent mental. Whatever you want to call it. Um, and if you go out there and you start hitting that target two out of ten times then four out of 10 times, now seven out of yep. 10 times. You're gonna gradually build that confidence. confidence. And as long as you have an open mind, and you, I mean, it, it helps that you might have played a team sport early on, soccer, hockey, whatever, yeah. but um, if you haven't, as long as you have that open mind that uh, if you can have people trust you, or if you think people can trust you and you can trust other people, yep. That, that it, it goes so far. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't don't go out nice there guy. thinking you're the best paintball player out right. there because there's always somebody better. There's always, always somebody faster. Yeah. And, and and humble yourself, but that that shouldn't, you know, shy you away from working hard. Yeah. I mean that's I think that's the the best advice I can give is, is just work hard and and build up your confidence. Yeah, and like you said, you know, you work on yourself and it, it, outside of paintball too, man, I work on myself every day, I'm sure. 
you know most people do but like just self-mastering yourself at everything like your mind your body especially if you're playing paintball that's huge like just working out like I know you you have a job and you have kids but and I have a kid now and it's like dude I have to wake up at 5 a.m. sometimes mm-hmm. to get to the gym and it, it sucks but man it, it pays a lot in the end well dude. there's 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 always like doing something like that the reward is that you did it you did it you right feel great. like you, you you can't expect to to have everything handed to yeah. you you know you have to wake up and put that you know that effort forth and win those little battles during the day oh yeah because being a dad is a huge battle throughout right. the day. You're changing shitty diapers. What up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, you're changing shitty diapers. You're yeah. you're, chain, you're wiping up throw up and puke yeah. and uh, you know along with that I have I have a couple or I have a dog. Oh, you know yeah. that I'm taking care of and and I got to make sure I, I make time with the wife. Yep. And, and you know so there's so, much. there's so many little things that you, so many little battles yeah. that you have to win and it's a full time right. thing that you're trying to push this part time yeah. job into. There's no time for sleep. <laughs> there, there is no time for sleep. You sleep and you're dead. Yes. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think that, you know, having a, a support base where, you know, your wife or my wife or anybody's wife out there, it's it's more motivation than it is yeah. anything. Oh, it is, man. It is. And and you see them at home and I feel bad because I, I go to uh, Europe and Pat goes to Europe and some of these days I'm, I'm gone for like 19 days straight and it's yeah. like... It's hard, man. I can only imagine for her because even an hour or two with the baby, I'm freaking out. Like, mm-hmm. ah, but yeah. But she does it, man. And it's hard. Yeah, and it's that's life. and as a dad, that's what you want to do. You know, when you're gone for that long, you want to be able to smiling at me. Uh, you want to be able to uh, to come home and relieve some of that because I mean, oh, yeah. shout out to all the moms out there, the yeah. stay-at-home moms and the moms in general, man. Oh yeah. Because you know, I, I can't imagine you know what it's like having to deal with not only myself but then with the baby when i'm not there and then you know it's it it's it's something special that uh, that shout out to my mom too yeah all mom. the moms out there oh hey mommy <laughs> yeah she thinks i'm crazy sometimes like i'll i'll go away for 19 days straight and we're you know we're in europe and i'm jet lagged and i come home and i wake up like 4 a.m because i'm jet lagged i'm like yeah i'm like hey i'm going to the gym she looks at me like are you crazy like you, you're staying here. I, you were gone for 19 days. I'm like, ah, okay, mm-hmm. you're right, you're right. But, yeah. dude, I'm, I'm addicted to it. I love it. I Just every day I wake up, and like you said, you know, you work on yourself. You, you achieve little goals, whether it's, like, beating a video game or reading a book. I don't just, just achieve stuff, and, and it makes, makes me feel better, and that's... Yeah. Uh, well, what I've been telling a lot of people, too, is, like, you know, because so many people are addicted to their their phones right oh and man, not man. only in, what i try and tell people is that you're you either create or yep. you consume yep and That's it's the same point. thing with social media so you're either you're either creating it and you're just creating content like like what i like to do is just create content i'm not really necessarily scrolling through all the time and yeah, i might yeah, not right. like all the pics or whatever you're doing it for a purpose yeah exactly i'm trying to create content yeah. rather than consume it and um you are you're either one or the other and, and but if you can kind of take yourself away from that and realize that there's there's so much more than just that little screen even though that screen is has endless information whether it's good or bad yeah. right it has that information you kind of have to slow down and you'll you'll know this now with the with the kid is that uh, I've caught myself times where uh, you know it's kind of towards the end of the day it's kind of a lull you know Cooper's kind of walking around yeah. but he's still keeping himself occupied and I catch myself I'm like 
I've been looking at my phone for, for oh, 10 minutes and worse. he's you feel yeah, bad. exactly and he's walking around just like playing with his own toys and like like all right, I throw the phone down right. I go engage with him because oh, yeah. you know you don't really realize it until it's too late kind yeah. of a thing you gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself yeah <laughs> well it's the small things too right it's small things like that like engaging him when he's trying to you yeah. know when he's trying to figure out what to do and, and not really uh, go on and like a bunch of pics actually just engage in real life of what's happening right yeah. now but it's so addicting, man. I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh, oh, yeah. and and I listen to um, well, also like my my niece. She's thirteen years old. She doesn't have a cell phone yet. Oh, okay. So shout oh, out to my rare. shout out to my sister for <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, way to uh, go. Holding yeah. it down. Well, and I like I sat down and um, I hadn't I haven't done it in a while, but uh, I sat down and talked to her. I had an, like an adult conversation at thirteen years wow. old, and I feel like I wouldn't have been able to do that if it wasn't. You know, if she wasn't constantly oh, on yeah. her phone all the time. Yeah, man, it's hard. Yeah. So let's – that was a long tangent on <laughs> – No, dude, it's great. Hey, look at Snakey Cuba. People need to learn about these things, man, because you're addicted to your phone. I don't even think about it sometimes. And Yeah. There's Bart, man. Hey, Bart, man. We're doing a live podcast, hey, Bart, man. I can interrupt this, can I? Yeah, no, you can. for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Legend. Right on, Bart Yakmak, everybody. Right on. <laughs> How long is the podcast? Uh, until we need to leave. No, you stop talking about. So we talked. I was talking, talking about, about you. you. We were talking about <laughs> you. Yeah. I gotta get you on here sometime. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's a legend, man, Bart Yakmak. Like, you know, I mean, change topics a little bit, but getting yeah. on, getting on Impact, dude. He, I've been in contact with him for a few years now, and and it's hard switching teams, as anyone knows. Absolutely. But dude he made me like he made me so excited about paintball like just to see how much he loved it in, in his son's play and they're they're great players oh yeah you know and and to him call me he calls me and he's like hey man i'm super excited for you to be on the team everything it's like yeah dude that's what i wanted man this it, dude it, is it, super it makes happy. it seem like he well not like it seem it makes him care you oh know? yeah so so now he's letting you know that he cares which exactly. makes you care more about oh, it. oh yeah and it, it almost brought a a little bit of the the um you know, my memory lane come like, hey, this is why I love paintball, dude. To see, kind of remind me of my dad in a way. Like, this guy is super stoked about paintball, and it, it you know, it, it's nice. It, well, it is, you know, because when you when you're on a team, and um, not only are your teammates excited about playing paintball, yeah. but your coach is excited, coach. your team owner is excited. Owner. It makes you that much more comfortable in your yeah. environment. It's it's when everybody's thinking about multiple things is when you know everything is chaos. Yep, but yeah, dude, Bart's a great guy, man. Great. I, I I can't, uh, you know, the the way he runs, like I don't know the insides, right, right, right. Like, uh, you know, I'm look, I'm looking at it from an outsider, but the way the program is ran and the way you guys hold yourselves, it's, you know, it's it's unprecedented. Yeah, he, he does it right, man. And he used to play in the NHL. He's a legend. He knows how a, a team organization is supposed to be ran, and mm-hmm. he does all the right stuff, and he says all the right things. And at the end of the day, we're we're here for fun, and you know, he also wants to win, but, you know, we have fun. We have fun at practice. We have fun with the guys. The other day we went to a, a Raider game, and, dude, he had the best time of his life, and we all did. And Raider ball. It, it's just fun to have that little connection with the team. But no, Absolutely. Well, and, and you know, everybody's, everybody's like, well, they get paid. and this. Dude, I would love to get paid yeah. to play. Well, on top of that, and now that we're talking about it, that's the whole goal. I'm not, I don't want to say the whole goal, but, I mean, anybody – playing any other sport your goal is to play in the nhl right, right. or to play in the nfl and to get paid get paid to right. do something that you love right 
and the it's goal. the same thing with paintball. It's it's you know you know obviously I want to win tournaments and I want to have that respect from all the other players, but if I can do this full time, right. and or not even full time, but if I can do this to where there's incentives of yes. you know of, of of getting paid and all the time left from the families and everything, it, it makes it that much better. So I I don't at all. Um, you know, fault any of you guys for yeah. you're doing what we all want to do. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hard, man. And like with the dynasty guys, I played on the team for five years, and there's which some is of my, a long time. A long time. Yeah. And they're some of my best friends. And when I got on the team, I was you know 20, 21, and I looked up to those guys, as you can imagine, Oliver Lang and Alex Frage and Ryan and Yosh. And dude, it, it's hard to step away from that, especially you know they they gave me all their time. They were some of my best friends. Like Alex is is um, he's gonna be getting um, we're gonna get married, me and my uh, fiance. But he's gonna marry us. He's gonna be the officiant. Oh, nice. So and like Alex is in my or not Alex. I'm sorry, Kyle's in my wedding. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> so What's these up, are all, all my buddies. So it was hard to step out, but at the end of the day, like you said, man, I wanna I wanna make a little extra for myself. I'm putting in the time, you know. So. Mm-hmm. And it's not, and, and we're not trying to say that it's all about the money. That's no. it's not. If it was all about the money, we wouldn't be where we're at. Oh yeah, right. Because of where we're at and the players that yeah, we I'd be are, something is, else. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We would put our time and our effort into something else. Something else. So um, let's, you know, talking about dynasty and and going back to aftermath. You were at the tryout. You went to the tryout. Oh yeah, the tryout. So how did that go? So the tryout. If went, you're still well, with us, because we went on a long tangent. Yeah, we but. did. <laughs> Yeah, I love the, it though. The trial went really good. Um, there was a point where Mike was like, he gave me this sign. He's like, if I tell you to drop the hammer, you run through. And I'm like, oh, God. And you know, Mike's scary. Yeah. And I'm young. 15, I believe. And uh, he, he gave me the He's drop the hammer. He's a scary dude. Yeah, though. and it was back. As a young, <laughs> yo, yeah, as a young player. And it was back in the day when, you know, you could coach from the sidelines. But he gave me the hammer drop, and I was at the X. So I ran through, stuffed the first guy, and just no one, you know, right time, right moment. Just run through and just clean up, shoot three guys, switching hands, the whole deal. Yeah. And I look at Mike, and he looks at me, and, I, and that was it. That one point literally changed the whole my whole paintball career. Like, yeah. Because Mike did everything for me from the, from that day for the next three years. You know, I played on aftermath almost every weekend, eight o'clock, eight a.m. Saturday, Sunday, we practice one on ones, and then at nine o'clock we play dynasty. And dude, as a kid, who wouldn't want that? That that's right. like. That's gold right there, paintball gold. No, absolutely. So how long? Uh, how long were you playing? There's Nick oh, Slovia. Hey, is. <laughs> this is the uh, this is the B Channel webcast slash podcast. Yeah, we're not as big as you up there, but. Well, I work out, so. I'm yeah. <laughs> how do we look in that uh, that frame there? Is it looking pretty good. You know, if you move your head back and forth around that orb, it might be a little funny looking. Okay. You know, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do that. Bye bye. Bye. Dude, that's what's cool too. Like, uh, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I uh, I wanted to do this, you know, live and, and do it right in the middle yeah, of the vendor area because there's so many people that we know and that we've, you know, became friends with throughout the years that yeah. are walking by and you know even you know, like like I know you. We don't know each other that right. well, but that's not ever going to stop us from having a conversation because I've kind of known you yeah. for, I mean, yeah. for as long years. as we've been playing paintball. Yeah, it's nice to come out here and see people, man. And uh, just all these friends. There's so many people out here. I, even all over the world, I get to meet people. But yeah, no, it's um, it, it it's huge. And uh, you know, to to play, be able to play at World Cup is, dude, it's always an honor every year. So how do you think uh, you guys are gonna do? Um, 
you know, I, I think we're gonna do. Uh, this is a great field for you, man. I, I don't know, man. I love honestly the the snake side is awesome. The I love that the uh, the W is offset again. Yeah. I, like I love that. the the Dorito side. Yep. Um, but I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be a lot of trying to make people forget where I am. Yeah. And um, just watch out for those bounce shots in the snake. Just <laughs> crawl silly past bounce shots. I hate dude. those the silly bounce, bounce shots, shots dude. Uh, so what do you th- what do you think about the whole? And I've been trying to you know ask people about this and, and ask other pros. What do you think about like a four pod and a loader? Dude, I love that idea because in Europe we play two pods. I think that's too. I it's, think that's way right, too too much. And it's so drastic. Like we went from unlimited paint to two pods. Like, exactly. How about start in the middle somewhere? But four four pods sounds great. You know, everyone keeps four pods. You can't switch them. I think. Mm-hmm. Just theory. Yeah, yeah. Just everybody four pods. Everybody gets the same pods. thing. It speeds up the game. There's less bounce shots. No one's sitting there doing four pods full of bounce shots because mm-hmm. it's impossible to make a field without bounce shots. Like they they actually try to make fields without bounce shots, but well, you know how you do it though. You take off you take off bunkers. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you gotta start taking bunkers pins, off the field, yeah. and then you know you'll start kind of cutting away those right. bounce shots. Yeah. So I don't know, and it makes it fun because no no fan wants to come up here and watch people sit in the bunker and shoot ten pods and. So speaking of, before I was watching, uh, before we got out here this morning, uh, the team had breakfast, and we were watching the In Focus with uh, with Brad McCurley. Oh, okay. And we were watching the, uh, I forget, I don't know if it was, if, he, if AC Dallas was playing you guys, and I forget what event it was, but it was, the score was one-to-one uh-huh. going into overtime. And where I for- was that? I forget where they were playing, but I was like, I was watching it, and I was kind of like watching it, eating breakfast, watching it, and I'm like, I couldn't remember watching the game uh, at the event, and I look at it and I go, is that game seriously one-to-one, one. One one and it's going into overtime? That's insane. A- and AC will do that to you, because yeah. AC is great at holding down lanes, and you can't play into them. They're, they're too good at that. Like, as Impact, I think we pride ourselves on being able to attack, and to play slow, and that's in this day and age that you have to do that if you want to win. You have to play. You, know, you have to adapt. You have, you have to, to adapt. be able to adapt to whatever is being right. You know, whatever you're trying to force, or whatever you're trying to, uh, whatever the other team is allowing you to allowing do. you to do. And so, and AC is great at that. So that happens all the time in paintball nowadays. You shoot ten pods. You're doing bounce shots. You're pretty much hiding for three or four minutes of the first. You know as. And you don't really move until it's kill two, kill three, and then you start moving it. Do you think that you, you think that's the way that paintball is going though? Is there's nobody's nobody's making those those first mistakes? Yeah, I don't want to say mistakes, but maybe taking those risks. Right. Right. I, I think like so as a front player, and you want to move, and you do this great, and but you put a lot of pressure on yourself because you know you have to battle two people in, you have to put people in, you have to. You have to go at the right time. You have to make sure the wall's not just sitting there waiting for you. Yeah. So it puts a lot of pressure on yourself to move. And sometimes it's easier just to be on the other side of it and just be waiting. Because then you're like, hey, this guy's going to screw up. I'll just wait for him to screw up. You know, and most times it pays off to the guy just waiting, playing patient. That's See, to me, the way I look at the game is that I'm going to make you, I'm going to force you to play my game. Right, right. And I feel like if I, can, yeah, if I can do that, then now you're playing on your heels and you, you're not comfortable because yeah. now I'm forcing you into a spot where you're not really that right, comfortable. Right, right, um, and I, I, I See, I just, I just can't do it, man. I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm just going to be... It's hard for me to. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be front until I quit right. or, or what, but I just can't, I can't get to that point to where, uh, well... 
I'm gonna let them maybe possibly take an advantage before I do something because I just I can't let it yeah, happen. Yeah, and and you know you, as you play paintball, you know what you're good at. Like in the end of the game, if it's two on three and I'm I'm the two, you most of the time in my career of paintball, I did better attacking. So I'm gonna try to attack because that's what I know and that's what I'm good at. So yeah. You know, you just you get you play to your strengths. You play to your strengths, and paintball—that's what you have to do. But it is a team sport, and you know you could isolate guys like yourself or someone that's really um, you know fast, and so you just double team that guy, and it, it makes it hard for you. It puts a lot of pressure on you, and mm-hmm. I've seen you do it though. I've seen you put three guys in and win the game by yourself, but it just. It's just hard. It's a, it's a team effort. It's, I could win a. I don't want to say I could win a point by myself. I could I could help a team. Right. Uh. You know I can help the team win that point. Yes. But I'm not going to win the tournament. I'm not going to win the entire match. You know it, it, it takes that team effort, and I think that's what, um, that's what happens. That's why you have such a diverse uh, amount of players on your on your team. Uh, no matter who you are, or that's why you want such a diverse, yeah. uh, you know, layout of players because you want somebody that's aggressive, right. that's that's smart and aggressive. You want somebody that can cover people and control the field. Right. Um, you want somebody that can control the middle of the field. You know, and then I think with with you guys, what helps is you have Laval at the center. Yes. You have you have help. Rainey. You have the brothers who play off of each other. Uh, well, you have uh, Alex running down the snake. You have right. yourself going down the Doritos. So you have the weapons and the control. Right. Right. And uh, like. From this team to, like, so Dynasty, it's so funny because Oliver was great at this. Like, Rusty would give us a game plan, like, hey, let's play slow down the Doritos side. Let's just fill it out, get a mm-hmm. k- few kills. And Oliver would look at me, hey, screw that. We're running down this side. <laughs> I'm like, dude, all you need is two guys. You could win a side easy. Yeah, yeah. you sometimes, and I do it by ourselves. So with two guys that's on the same page, sometimes that's all you need. Change mm-hmm. it up. Throw a punch. So Yeah. Dude. I like I like getting really close. Yeah, you get I li- really. Close. I like getting really close. Make because, them uncomfortable. Oh yeah. yeah, make them uncomfortable. Especially like, um, I, I think one of the uh, the lesser used uh, weapons is head checking. Oh yeah. Because if you can head check somebody and go, wait, I thought that guy was at the fucking oh, yeah. corner. Yeah. And he's right in front of me now. So it's, you know, I, you know, it's all those little tricks that I that I like doing. Yeah. But the, the head checking, and you're also good at like peeking on the inside, like, hey, I'm over here. Okay, bye. I'm on the outside, <laughs> and you're so fast, and that works for fast guys. But yeah, yeah. Well, and I, and I think it has too. Like, and I think it'll work for any front player. Oh yeah. Because for the most part, for any paintball player in general, if you, it's instinctual that if you see somebody that you can shoot at, or or something of somebody's that you can shoot at. Right. You have to shoot at it. So if you know if I come on the inside and the guy's shooting the outside because right. he know that's where I have to go, he sees my head. He goes like this, and as soon as I see his barrel turn, yes. I'm out the other side. I mean, it's not that big of a secret now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's utilized, right? right? Yeah. And um, you know, it, it's those little tricks that uh, that make you know put us in our position of where right. we are today. To quote the great uh, Rusty Glaze, uh, "Next backs and packs." That's what you want to be shooting at. Next backs and packs. Next backs and packs. Like if you're in the back, what are you shooting at? You're shooting at barrel tips, you know, little toes. I don't know, but mm-hmm. if you get down the field, you know, you're you're shooting some backs, and that's what's fun. That's what's fun about paintball. It's it's been taken away a little bit nowadays, but yeah, that's what makes it fun. Well, I think there's um, you know, there's something to be said of, of the different positions of. of paintball that's played so you know i feel like with us we more or less have to be accurate within you know the two three balls we have to be pretty damn accurate with a back a back player uh further out you have to have more accuracy by volume which is why back players want to shoot more paint right obviously um 
but with us, I mean, there's and there's different ways to go about it too. Like there's some games where some guy might be, you know, he might have your number that game. Yes. But you're gonna go, okay, all right, I gotta change something up. But as soon as I get close to this guy, I'm gonna put two in his ear hole, and just make him second guess about yeah. getting close again or, or doing oh, something. Oh yeah, yeah, that worked. Mm-hmm. And just like you know, guys run through on the center. Sometimes just shooting him a few extra times in the neck and the back. You know, they're like, oh, I'm not going to do that again. That, that half that second sucks. or that second, yeah. they, they, they think about they it. They think about it. Just now, you your player possibly hears yes. that we have, a uh, you know, a middle and, and then he runs goes, across. Yeah. And you want to be the guy. You want to be the team. So I always tell my guys or, you know, anyone that's playing is if you're in the wall and you're poison, there's another guy on this, the other end. You want to be the team going to get that guy because I'm if I'm your teammate and I see you going around, I'm like, sweet, he's going. I'm gonna make a move off it. That's well, that's one less guy that you have to worry one about. One less guy. Yeah. And if you're on the other side of it and a guy's coming around on you, you're like, oh, and you got to stop to shoot that guy coming to bunker your boy, and you, and you just miss your opportunity to move. And who knows now where their Dorito guy or their Snake guy is because he just made a move off his guy. So mm-hmm. you want to be the team that's, you know, being aggressive and moving together. Yeah, and like we all know, like there's there's certain spots and and you know there's certain ways to play the game where, you know, if, if I tell you that there's a guy in the middle of the field, right, go get him, go get him, you know, go get him, get That's him off the I field like because see. he he's stopping me from doing my job yes. and from us you know further going down the field. Or there's something where I can tell you, and now you know, and now we can work together and get it done. But there's some jobs where you just have to just go right. and get you it just, done. Just go and trade out with that guy. I hate seeing us like finesse him, try to come around. It's like, dude, I love to see our guys just go around. Shoot that guy, and then I'm off to the races. If he's if 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 their guy, their ex guy is looking the other way, yes, uh, it's a gift, it's a right? Gift. Now shoot that guy. Now think about the other one. Don't don't worry about worry about the job in front of you, which is just getting that yeah. guy off the field. And then after that, if it comes, it's yeah. natural, man. Just just let it flow. Yeah, and you got to know the scenario. If you're down a kill, or you know you lost a few bodies, sometimes it's nice to just hide. And it's, it's cool about playing the wall. I rarely get to because I'm not tall enough. Yeah. But you you could hear the other team like, hey, they they're calling their code. Usually it's Godzilla. There's different codes, but mm-hmm. you know if they know you're in there, right? Yeah, everybody knows your guys' codes because everybody's yeah. filming your guys' practices. Yeah. <laughs> but so if there's another guy, there's a lot of times where they both know, you know, they're in there with each other. And sometimes there's a strategy where you just wait. And you pick off that front Dorito guy, and then you go around on that next guy, and you just got two kills. Mm-hmm. So, as, you know, as a wall guy, it's hard to, to pick. It's hard yeah. to know what to do always. But but it's always, you know, thinking about it too, you know, I've said it before, paintball is paintball, right? So, uh, and, and you know this, playing front, you know, there's different things that we look out for. We, you know, we're listening. We're using our ears not only for, you know, possibly the spots on the field. Yeah. But we're listening at the other team's guns. Right. Are they close? Are they close? Is, is there a possible X right. that we're not calling or a W that we're, we're not calling? Um, we're watching lanes go by yes. overhead. We're seeing the way that the, the paint is spraying off of the bunker. Yep. And then I can kind of gauge at where that guy's at by, you know, the trajectory of the paint spraying off the yes. bunker. I mean, this is all the kind of crazy That's shit. That's huge, kids. Listen to the listen <laughs> with seasoned vets. But it's not it, – it, it's something that, that – you don't. You're not just teaching yourself. It's something that is 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 drilled in your head by repetition. Yes, it right? is. Yeah. The the more um, the more that. I think I lost you. Go ahead and talk into it. Hey. I think oh. I lost you. Oh no. That's all right. Well, let's. Uh, I, th- I think we should probably wrap it up anyway. All right. Um, we got games coming up, and uh, but Dalton, thank you so much. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. And um, good luck, man. Yeah, you too. This should be a fun weekend.
Hell yeah, World Cup. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Thank you so much to Dalton for sitting down and talking to me. I know those guys are super busy. They're always running around, uh, having to take care of things. It's a very well-organized uh, RAN program. Um, Barton uh, and Dave do a great job of, uh, of just maintaining that whole professional program aura, whatever you want to call it. It just it's, it's ran very well. Um, and I know they have to be certain places, certain times, and, um, you know, he made some time to sit down and talk to me, and I, I really appreciate it. Um, another big thank you, uh, lastly, to our sponsors, Dr. Paintball. Uh, you can find them over at drpaintball.com. It's like I said before, they can help you finance the marker of your dreams, and uh, and really, they want to help the, uh, the paintball player out, so uh, make sure you check them out. Also, to Charm City Paintball. Uh, like I said before, guys, these uh, these headbands are awesome. They're they're only in run of batches of around 10 to 12. Um, so anything that he makes is uh, is pretty limited. And he also collaborates with me on the pack bands that you can uh, you can find. I'll be posting them up this week. Um, more colors, and uh, I'll have a special red edition coming out. But uh, you can find him over on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram at Charm City Paintball. Also to Carbon Paintball, where our CC line is finally out. You can check us out at uh, carbonpaintball.com, and uh, we still have the SC line, the higher end. Uh, with but you have both packs, you have gloves, you have the uh, the pants, the jerseys, all kinds of stuff. We are also looking for teams to sponsor and to collaborate with. So you can uh, you can message me over at Carl at carbonpaintball.com. Um, GI Sports, where they are coming out with uh, with new and improved. I think they just came out at World Cup. I think with the new, um, the higher capacity top end loader for the LVL loader, but the the new top end shell, um, the high capacity one. I would never use that just for the fact that I don't shoot much paint. But you know, all the back players on our on our team, um, they shoot all those. So make sure you check it out. GISports.com. And lastly, Planet Eclipse, where they're coming out with the the, the G Mac man, the G the G Mac frame. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly what they're calling it, but um, that thing's nasty. Make sure you check it out, PlanetEclipse.com. And uh, guys, again, well, guys, gals, whoever is listening, uh, thank you again for uh, taking the time out of your busy schedules and uh, and, and listening to this. You know, I greatly appreciate it. And if you guys want to get a hold of me, um, my uh, my social media is Carl underscore Markowski on Instagram and Carl Microwave Markowski on Facebook. So thank you everybody so much for listening and we will see you again here soon on the Playing On Podcast. Peace.